Welcome to the Clients and Conversions Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Clem, and I've helped fellow entrepreneurs and business owners just like you harness the power of social media to grow your audience by the hundreds, 2x their launch sales, and have client leads banging down the door to book a call with you. And I'm the first to say that hustling and searching hours online for your next client or student is not the vital ingredient to your success or even your happiness. This podcast is for driven entrepreneurs, from coaches to course creators and everything in between, to access practical and actionable tactics on everything from how to get clients with Instagram advertising and really unlock the keys from sales and social media to get growth with the simplest tools possible while keeping it just long enough to get you through your walk, drive, or workout. So stick with us for this episode and the ones to come so you can get more clients and sales in less time. Now let's get into it. Hey guys, today we have on Allison Cheatham, who is a life coach and business strategist helping online coaches gain control of their mindset and execute business strategy to convert connections into clientele and cold hard cash. Welcome to the show, Allison. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to go into this because as we were talking about before we got on the podcast is there is a difference for a lot of coaches because I think people who help coaches are kind of in three realms. It's either they're leaving their nine to five and mm-hmm. just starting or they're starting trying to get to their first six figures or their six yeah. figures now going to multiple and we're going to go really diving into deeper on the six figure multi six figure it's going to be amazing but i want to go into yeah. really the beginning of your journey so can you let us know a little bit about how you grew up to kind of what led you to going down this path yeah absolutely so Um, I guess I've always known that I wanted to be some sort of a big deal, some sort of people will know my name. I'm going to make an impact. I knew I was never meant for the status quo life that just wasn't meant for me. Um, your typical nine to five. I always felt like I knew I wanted to be the star of the show. I just wanted more in life. Um, and as I grew up like that mentality, just continue to grow stronger and stronger. Um, I did, however, get inside of like this fear-sided mindset side of things. And I was like, okay, well, this is how you're supposed to do life. This is how things are supposed to look. So I went to um, college. I got a nursing degree. I have a master's in nursing education that I do not use. Um, So I did all the things that you're quote unquote supposed to do according to today's society. Maybe not so much which today's because there's a lot more people just free flowing with entrepreneurship rather than um, what used to be. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I kind of always knew I was meant for more. I wanted more. I wanted it like, Anything I ever desired in life, I knew I was going to get. I never wanted to have to worry about calling in sick and having enough sick days and being able to be um, or having to be capped financially, right? And people telling me what I had to do or didn't want to do and then having to do it regardless. So I always knew that I wanted more. And how I kind of got away from the nursing, because I just told you all that I got into nursing and went on this entrepreneurship journey was through my own life coaching experience. So while I was in in nursing school and hating my life every single day. Um, maybe not even in nursing school. I think I was even out working in nursing. And I knew immediately once I got out of school, I was like, this is not for me. But I, okay, now I have, you know, over six figures in school loan debt. Like, okay, I'll just do it. This is life. And so from there, I ended up hiring my own life coach. And so through life coaching and working on my own life and getting results in my life, my relationships, my career, 
just in every single area around me by working through my mindset and my perspective shifts on different things in life, I gained so much results that I was so impacted by the way my life had changed that I wanted to help women the way that this coach had helped me. And she had started this entire business online and gained clientele through online and social media, marketing, different things like that. And so through there, I basically was like, I want to help people the way you've helped me. And it organically shifted and it organically happened because I, the entire way along hiring the life coach, getting the results that I was getting, I was keeping my audience in the loop, not really knowing what I was doing. I was just keeping them in on tabs of my life and like, Hey, I hired a life coach. Oh my gosh, it's going so great. This is what happened. This is what happened. So when I transferred um, into saying like, Hey, I'm actually going to be doing this. It made a lot of sense for my audience because I had organically just been keeping them along in the loop the entire way. And so um, through that, I gained my own clientele and same situation happened for them. They got so many different results in their life. They were like, oh my God, how did you do this? How did you start this business? I want to help women the way you've impacted me. So it just kind of like was a, a funnel effect, I guess you would say, like a little domino. And um, through that, I ended up actually having more people in the online space really see this business that I had started growing um, successfully and gaining clientele through you know your fingertips with your phone and wanting to do the same and it wasn't just narrowed down to just life coaches anymore so I found a common um, like denominator of people who wanted some type of coaching business in the online space that were asking for my help so now I help them with life coaching business strategy mindset work they all have to be in the online coaching realm though so that's kind of uh, a whirlwind of how I got to where I am today well yeah and I think what's really amazing about your journey is that like you said it was a very natural effect of things you know it went yeah. from being able to kind of be the student to become the teacher of sorts you know yeah Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think what's really amazing about that too is that you didn't let kind of like the the ability of being the student at that time kind of stand in your way of actually still sharing that with people, you know? Like it, it was more of, oh, yeah. you know, I'm here to share and whatever happens, happens. And I think that's where the most demi- divine things happen or, or the alignment happens because you're able to, you're just open. You're just open to whatever's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I'm a firm believer of always being the student of not, I mean, we're all like this journey is continuous. We're all learning new things, different things, putting things into different perspectives always, especially in this, in this perspective or this business that I'm in, unless I want it to stop and not go anywhere, I'm always going to continue to invest in myself and I will always continue to be the student. And I think that's the biggest part. I mean, there's always, there's a quote out there. So like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's dog. okay. <laughs> okay, I love this part too because there was a, a quote that I was thinking of, which I think a lot of people know, which is the if you're not growing, you're dying. And I think obviously it's a little yeah. extreme, but I think it's true is that a lot of like your soul, especially if you're an entrepreneur wanting to become one, your soul craves growth, it craves fulfillment and satisfaction, which comes from learning new things, overcoming new situations, like the, the, the inner work creates that kind of growth that you need. Yeah. So I want to go into as well, because again, like we mentioned in the first part of this podcast is you really help people who are in the like 
either at six figures or about to be at six figures really go to the multiple six figure mark. And I think it'd be really fun to kind of go into, which I think you already do this really well in your content is you speak to people from each level of themselves, from their mindset, their emotional, and then kind of like their current situations. And that's a really big thing that a lot of people I think miss in content just in business in general is that even though, yeah, let's say it's financially, it's talking about six figures, there's so much going on mm-hmm. in the mental and emotional and like soul level that I think is really good to talk about. So if you're cool with it, I love to talk about what do you think is missing for a lot of people who are at the six figure or even like six to eight, you know, thousand dollar a month mark, what's missing for them to really start to mindset wise, jump into the multiple six figure realm. And then we'll go into the emotional and then kind of like the situational. Yeah, um, I honestly think mentally it's it's the belief in themselves. And to kind of even touch now on the emotional level, it's the comparisonitis is what I see so much in in the space that I'm in of people constantly comparing themselves to the next big thing or the person who has what they desire, especially in the online space. And yes, people forget a lot of times that it's the highlight reel. People just show what they want to show. And that's why the authenticity is so important in what we do is to let people know when you are struggling. Like, I think it's very important to share the struggles, um, you know, when you're on the up and up because of, it's also very important to look like the authoritative figure too. Mm-hmm. And if we're like, Oh my God, every single day, like, and showing the real raw truthful stuff of entrepreneurship, because that happens very much. So for every single level, new level, new devil. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're showing that in the moment, it's, it's gonna for, like come across a certain way and no one's going to trust that you are the expert that you can like, that can help them get to that next level. I'm not saying hide it by any means. I'm saying share it when it's when you've gone through it and then let people know because that's gonna connect with them authentically. Like, oh my God, she's still human. And at the same time, like now she's through it and now she's on top of it. And it, and it positions you in just a, a special way, I think for them to gain that trust in you. And so what I think is missing um, mentally is the belief in themselves to continue to go to the next level. So a lot of times when you're trying to get to that six figure mark, 5k months, 10k months, and you're wavering, you know, in between all of that, it is a lot of times what's taught is the hustle and grind mentality. Mm -hmm. And I do, while I agree to an extent of that, I feel like everyone has to put their time and their money and their effort and their energy in, but that's only going to get you so far at some point. And this is the point it has to shift from like hustle and grind mode mentality to you have to fully believe in yourself. And if you've learned that, like if you can have a balance of that from the get go, you're going to be golden for like ever. Right. But if you lean so hard into the masculine side of things and it's nothing but strategy and grind and go that success that you're finding, is only going to be quick success and it's going to hurt you in the long run because no one's ever taught you how to believe in yourself or how to believe in the product or the service or the program or the clients that are also gaining results. Right. And all of that is going to shatter if that's not built when we're leaning so far into the masculine strategy side of things. And so that's, that's why I'm also shifting in, in my business and helping these people put the masculine side of energy down and really lean into the feminine side because to scale anywhere past six figures, it's not a grind hustle mentality. Mm-hmm. It's a, I can do this and I know I can. And how can I 
continue to believe in myself and the products and the next things. It's more about being instead of doing to continue to scale. I think what you said is 100% true when it comes to that self-belief or lack of self-belief really affects everything around them because it affects how you show up, it affects how you speak and so forth. So I'm curious to hear for you, what do you feel like is one of the easiest either steps or journaling or exercises to help them to kind of get started on that route of starting to believe more in themselves, no matter if it's like 10%, 15% or so forth? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So something that I always continue to come back on, and this is, a like I said, we're always on a journey. And yes, mindset, um, I do approach it a lot of the times with the same questions, but obviously depending on what I'm working on, I come up with different answers and different blocks and different things. So the thing that I always turn back to obviously is, okay, well, if I'm doing all the things, right, what's, what's not working. It's my mindset. Something is off mentally. Something is not connecting. Something is not bridging this gap. So where is it? What am I believing about myself? What is the struggle here? Why am I making it so hard? Um, and a lot of times it might be because I believe it's hard, right? With law of attraction, you're attracting what you you're focusing on. So one of the questions I always come back to is where can I, how can I prove this wrong? Where do I have evidence in my life of this not being true? How can I find evidence to support what I actually do desire and what I want to be true, right? If I can't get completely behind this being true, 100%, how can I find a sliver of evidence in my life that there, this is true? Or if I can't try it on for myself, like I literally cannot find anything because I haven't done it yet to any extent, I will look at others around me and not from a comparison game, right? But in a place of possibility, like they've done this too, why can't I? And then I can go into the questions that come up from the why can't I answer, right? Mm -hmm. So um, one of the, to give you an example, I remember I was working with my life coach at this time was... I wanted to have a freedom, freedom of making my own schedule, freedom of all the things that an entrepreneur comes with while I'm still working my nine to five. And my coach asked me, well, where do you have freedom in your life right now? And I was telling her about all the things, victim mentality of how I didn't have the freedom that I was desiring. I didn't have um, the time to do this or the time to do that. And I was coming up with all of these excuses and she stopped me and she said, um, well, don't you have freedom to wake up at 5 a.m. and go to the gym? Well, don't you have freedom to wake up in the morning and go to work to be able to build your business? Don't you have the freedom to come home and, and get on these calls while you're building your business and, and gain clientele? And I, I just sat there and was like, wow. So even if you don't see how you, how you can have what you're exactly desiring to the extent of what you're desiring, where is a sliver in your current life that you can identify that you already have exactly what you're desiring? Mm, that is so true. And I, I want to dive in a little bit deeper to this as well, because like you said, the biggest thing I think that I notice the most, especially going into mindset work, is that people decide to do it once and think they're good. Like prove it once and you're fine. What I think both you and I know is that it's going to come up multiple times until you fully integrate it. And this is like, mm -hmm. like she said, this is the first step to ask these questions, but you might have to ask yourself these questions again a week later or a couple of days later and really integrate it in the more times you do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not, um, it's not typical for it to be a one-stop shop and be done when we're working with the mindset um, as much as we would all love that to be and that my clientele will come up well well I was doing this and I've done that and I'm like 
let's be honest with ourselves. Like when you say you, you've been working on this, how often have you been working on it? Has it been once a day? Have you looked at it on your vision board that you created once a week? Or are you constantly going back to it on a daily basis, multiple times a day? Are you giving the energy to it that you, you don't want to give to it and we don't realize it? Um, so as much as we want to believe we're quote unquote working on something, are we actually working on it? Are we being honest with ourselves? And sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm going through multiple thoughts every, like, few minutes every few hours depending on what's coming up and what's working for me um and i'm like no i'm not entertaining this and how can i prove it wrong but a lot of times we just think about it we journal on it we might visit it for tw uh, two days in a row and then that's it and then we're not willing to continue to do the deep inner work well, that's not why you're not getting anywhere is because you're not continuing to do the work that is rooted so deeply like we're we're challenging our thoughts and our beliefs and our behaviors that we have been in, in what's the word i'm looking for ingrained with mm -hmm. in our entire life so however old you are for me 29 for 29 years i am ingrained like trying to change some of these habits and patterns and behaviors that have kept me safe for 29 years that shit's not going to change overnight. Sorry, I just got <laughs> No, you're good. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's not going to change overnight. It, it, especially, like, look at how deeply rooted and how long that you have believed this to be true about yourself. Of course, it's not going to happen overnight. Of course, we're going to have to revisit it. Of course, we're going to have to come up with different thought process and not entertain the old ways if we want to grow into something new. Yeah, I fully fully understand that so many people will teach the mindset but not really harp on like no this actually needs to be a daily almost sometimes for for some type of mindset beliefs multi-daily thing so that it really yeah. comes in and becomes part of you versus before I think there's I forget where it's from but there's that like you know it conceptually you know it almost memorized but then you need to become it and that's kind of what you're mentioning here is that becoming piece yeah. so for those who are let's yeah. say they're working on their self-belief they're finally hitting six figures moving to the multi six-figure realm that they want to do you find that self-belief is the biggest thing still there that's kind of holding them back from the multi six-figure realm or is there something else as well mindset wise that like can this really be that easy what do you find for them is usually their number one mindset from that gap between like okay we're at like six figure months now moving to multi where do you feel like there really is a gap for them yeah so um i think it's a combination of both to be honest so learning like learning on the strategy side of things right but not completely leaning so heavy into that i think it's important of learning how to scale strategic having systems in place different things like that to become multiple six-figure seven-figure earner um, having a team in place but again it comes down to what actions would you be taking if you believe that multiple six figures were possible and then taking the aligned actions from there again not just learning the next version or the next level as far as you need to have a team in place you need to be doing email marketing this much you need to be doing all the things right it's not all about that but what would you be doing that you're not doing now who would you be how would you be showing up how would you carry yourself energetically and on a vibe like level that you're not doing now to be that that person again continue to really lean into the being part and then having the once you're so inspired of that person and stepping into that person 
what are the aligned actions that you would take from there? So taking the thinking out of it of what you think you should be doing to grow this business. And if I were already there, how did I get there and what would I be doing? I would be, you know, hiring another team member. I would be outsourcing graphic design. I would be all the things. And then what would you need to believe about yourself too? Does that make sense? Oh, hundred percent. Like you said, it's a lot of making sure that the strategy that you have in place is obviously there to help you, but is not keeping you rigid or constricted. Cause that's, I think where a lot of people get to is the, I have to do it this way or else I won't hit, you know, whatever goal you have. Absolutely. Yeah. People get stuck into the teaching mode of this is what works for me. So this is what you should do, or I'm not saying you should do this, but this is what worked for me. And then the client, depending on whatever level they're at, might be so desperate to hit that next level that they're going to do whatever they're told to do instead of trusting their intuition or being led or being guided by what feels feels good to them energetically. So that's an, a huge thing as well is, is the energy and vibes. Does it feel good to do what you've been doing to this point? And a lot of times it's probably no, and that's how you're going to continue to scale. Yeah. That's a big piece. Like you said, is I think there's what got you there or what got you here won't get you there. And that's from both the mindset, the yeah, actions and, and the emotions. So I want to go into, before we go into the aligned mm -hmm. actions and strategy side, is the emotions. Because I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. or especially coaches who are in the six-figure to multi-six-figure realm, there's kind of what I call like the the reverting emotions we go back to. So it could be like some people e easily go into overwhelm uh -huh. or anxiety or overthinking. What do you find is usually like the top one or two emotions that people kind of kind of go back and forth when, when they're going between the six-figure to multi-six-figure realm that's not really helping them? Yeah, I would say overwhelm for sure and anxiety because there's a, a, a belief that I see is common that they feel like they have to be doing more to actually make more instead of because now like they've gotten the hustle and grind mentality to get to where they currently are. And now they're like, oh my God, like burnout too, I guess you would say. So they're like, oh my God, I, can, I can't imagine doing more to continue to make more because they're already working themselves like a daggone dog. And really it's when you take a step back and you get into alignment with what actually feels good, you can outsource, you can do all the things that feel good to you, you can work less and make more and that's how people continue to scale as well uh, is by actually working on the belief of you don't have to do more and you can actually make more by working less because of the energy and the vibe that you're going to be put in and you're only working on things especially if you're outsourcing and hiring team members you're only going to be working on things that you're passionate about because the things that you outsource are the things that you're not passionate about that are time consuming um, that might kind of waste away some of that energy so you're able to stay in your zone of genius and show up and create content and connect which leads to conversion right and you can actually continue to work less and make more as you scale instead of working more but I would say I definitely see more burnout overwhelm of like I have to do more to make more yeah I fully fully agree with that because even for myself I think I outsourced some of the podcast work and some of those things that really take up more time and energy and mental space like that's the biggest thing it takes up more mental space than i want it to be and i've i've always gone back to are you doing a ten dollar task a hundred dollar task or a thousand dollar an hour task and if you find yeah. yourself in between the hundred to ten dollars you need to shift out of that so you can really move into that level yeah 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And I want yeah. to go into now, we talked a lot about mindset and emotional. Now let's go into the kind of like the juicy part, what everyone loves talking about is like the strategy and actions. And mm-hmm. I think what would be really good is instead of giving them like everything, what do you find, especially if we're going into 2020 right now, what do you think that most mm-hmm. coaches who are really wanting to step into that next level CEO, multi-six-figure version of themselves, action-wise mm-hmm. and alignment-wise need to focus on most to actually hit their goals? Yeah, um, I would say, um, and I, I keep going back to this, but outsourcing. Outsourcing is um, because when you get to that six figures, people are starting to question, should I outsource? Should I not? Is it too soon? Is it not? I think it can never be too soon to outsource because of the energy that you're in when you're doing things that you're not excited about, right? Because then you're showing up in your business, writing the email that are like posting the email or doing whatever it may be, doing the thing that you're not excited about and aligned with. And then you're working from a forceful energy ever like up until after that point. So, um, that would be my number one thing. Absolutely. Is, is outsourcing. You can't start it soon enough in my opinion. I agree. And with the online space right now, you can really hire people for, and those who are like, you know, in the Philippines or whatnot for pretty cheap. Like if you, if you really need to start out lower, but I just think that if you can take off at least one or two of the like bigger processes in your business that are daily or weekly actions, you just have to free up so much mm-hmm. more of your energy and your mindset so that you can start to work like let's go back to working on self-belief mm-hmm. or go working on getting it back into alignment yeah yeah i think that's so huge and i want to go into as well for you specifically yeah, because absolutely i think as a coach mm-hmm. you're always the example and i think you agree with this because that's literally how you built your business with becoming the example and showing those what's, yeah. what's really possible so what do you find for absolutely. you has been like the biggest insight or breakthrough that you think you really had to get to or kind of break through in order to get past that six figure mark? Mm. Yeah, um, that's a good question. I feel like it was continuing to hold boundaries for myself mm. and um, really have conversations that I didn't necessarily want to have and be a CEO, be a business owner. Um, so that's going to be huge for these people, especially, um, I, I, I'm a recovering people pleaser. <laughs> so that was one of my main struggles to run this business like a business owner was hurting feelings. If I had to hurt feelings, you know, not being rude about something, but if it wasn't up to par, I couldn't run a business and I couldn't scale a business if someone wasn't doing their job. And if I wasn't speaking up to say, Hey, we need to talk about this because I'm not necessarily thrilled or excited or jazzed, right? Or this doesn't feel aligned or we need to have another meeting. Um, but having those conversations that I didn't want to have and setting boundaries as, um, you know, a CEO, even a seven figure earner has boundaries that she has to hold herself to. And one of those is she is willing to have conversations that she might not want to have to get to where she's going. So that was a huge thing for me is just boundaries, um, communications, and then holding yourself accountable to what you said you were going to do. Self-integrity, to be completely honest, because especially when these women are walking away from their nine to fives, maybe they haven't hit um, six figures yet, but they've, they've replaced their income or they're going on like a whim here and they took a leap and they're going all in. They haven't replaced their, their income. Um, it's a huge, huge, um, oh my gosh, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> change I like transition. Life. 
Yes, it's self-integrity. So thank you. Okay, authenticity. <laughs> okay, self-integrity. So I remember, you know, when I left my nine to five, thinking like, okay, well, my day, I get to create my day, my perfect day. It's going to look like X, Y, and Z. And I can't tell you how long I just kind of like fiddle flirted around, I guess you would say, mm. as a as a new um, full-time business owner, thinking I was doing all the things and living this life of freedom. And it took me a few months to realize like, okay, I've been like really kind of playing around now and this isn't mm. what this looks like. And if I really want to continue to grow and scale, like I'm going to have to hold myself accountable to a schedule um, or to, to something that feels good. Now, again, growing, depending on where you are, I think this is super important to look at too. If you're at the six figure level um, and growing to looking to grow to multiple six figures, seven figures, I think it's super important to have that leniency in your mm -hmm. schedule. And that's what you're here for. That's what you created. And again, it's going to be able to create that because you're working less and making more. You're going to be able to have a much more free flow and flexible schedule. But I think self-integrity to get me to the six figures was huge. It's holding myself accountable for what I said I was going to do. Yes, a hundred percent. And I want to actually jump back to boundaries because I think that's a, a conversation a lot more people are having to face. And I think you and I are very similar in this, that with our audience, we are very similar to like their friend or like their we're very personable, very relatable. So I wonder, did that boundary setting, because I noticed even for myself, I had to start putting more boundaries in because sometimes it's hard for our audience to understand the difference between like being, you know, relatable and being really friendly to know this is still a business. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I wonder for you, what was one of the biggest kind of shifts for you? Because I think that's a question that a lot of people ask is, if I'm moving into the multiple, multiple six-figure realm, do I have to be more professional or be, you know, how does an expert look versus how, do you, how does actually you, the person, want to show up while still being able to be yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that, um, of course going back to authenticity at its finest, like you are, you are what sells. Um, so as far as like, and that, that saying it's so common, but we, we teach people how to treat us. That is so daggone true. I hear it all the time, but it's so true. And so you can still be their friend, but still be seen as a respected coach in the industry or whoever business owner in the industry by just setting your ground and being firm, but also, um, just, it's kind of like laying down the law, but in a loving, loving way, right? Because if we don't educate our audience, they're not going to know the difference. And it's not coming across of like being rude and telling them like, um, you know, you need to pay me for that, or this is what included in this like program, but just in a way of like, educating your audience especially if you want to come across as that friendly nature too is just like hey i would love to help you you know i'm all about this girlfriend um you know i love you more than anything however that's crossing a few boundaries just be upfront with them um you can find this information in this specific course that i offer are you interested in hearing more go ahead and pitch them if they're asking these these questions and you have answers for them and you don't want to be coaching for free it's just having a conversation of to just carry that relationship of friendship over to respecting, um, being respected as a, as an owner in the industry or as a business owner in the industry. I agree. And I think not enough coaches are willing to kind of put on their big girl panties and be able to just like have those conversations. I had that 
actually about a week or two ago with one, someone who, you know, wanted to talk, but didn't want to, you know, actually step up because I was allowing them to stay in that realm yeah. of like asking questions. Once you have that boundary set for most mm -hmm. people, they're, they're going to abide by it. They're going to want to be on your good side. So for a lot of people, don't be afraid of it. Be excited yeah. because now you're going to evolve the relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's so important. Um, yeah, so it's just having that conversation. It doesn't have to be a scary conversation. Um, it doesn't have to be like, oh my God, they're going to hate me. No. And they can make like their response is not, is not your priority and it's not your um, responsibility by any means. I don't mean that negatively either, but they can make that your response of just setting a boundary as a business owner to continue to grow and scale. They can make it mean whatever they want to make it mean. And if they're upset about it, they're not your ideal client. And that's okay because they're, you're, they're not going to work with you anyways. If you can already tell that you're setting a boundary and they're getting mad of like, Oh my God, I wanted this for free. Right? Like they they were never going to buy anything from you in the first place. I fully agree with that. And I think that's a great place to end for a lot of people. Just asking yourself right now, where have you been leaking your boundaries or leaking your mental and emotional energy in your business right now? Yeah, for sure. I love that. Okay. I want to go into as well, the rapid fire round, which again is just four or five really quick questions that help people to gain more kind of knowledge about you, but also to really help people see what can help them right now. So are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Okay. First question is favorite book you've ever read or currently reading? Yeah. Marion Williamson, um, A Return to Love. Mm, I love that. What mm. is your favorite word or phrase you use daily? Girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. <laughs> what is yeah, something you're not very good at or working to get better at? Ooh, the tough conversations. And like, like I said, even though I'm having those, um, and I, I know that it's necessary to continue to, to scale and grow. Um, it's still very uncomfortable for me. It's still a very learning. It's a learning process. Absolutely. Yeah. What is what? one mm -hmm. characteristic that you believe every entrepreneur needs to have? Confidence outgoing. Yeah. That's a big Absolutely. one. Yes. And Seriously, it's a huge <laughs> one. <laughs> okay, last question, which is my favorite, is yeah. what does success look like to you in your own eyes? Yeah, honestly, I think it's just impacting women's lives to be able to let them have whatever this looks like for them, right? I mean, it's not a number for me. It just is not financially or how many women can I help? It's just helping women on the daily choose a better life for themselves because too, like I'm, I still do life coaching for the women that I coach. How can I, I'm a firm believer that your thoughts create your reality. Mm -hmm. So whether you're having thoughts that are awful in your life, they are going to funnel over into your business or vice versa. So that's why I work hard with my clientele to work on their life and in their business. They're on the both side of things because I do think that it, it, it funnels over in all areas. And my goal, if I can just impact one person, if it's a current client, a previous client, my audience member, one step a day for them to have a better life and a better business, I am successful in my eyes. I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now that we've gone through your journey, all this juicy stuff around the gaps really that happened between six figure, multiple six figure where can people yeah. find you if they're like, Hey, I want some more Allison in my life. Yeah, absolutely. So my main platform that I'm on all, all the time is Instagram. It's just Allison 
Edom underscore A-L-L-I-S-O-N-C-H-E-A-T-H-A-M underscore. And then on Facebook, you can find me under um, the Business Queenum. It's my private personal Facebook community. Love it. And those will all be in the show notes below. And then for those who are in your field for right now, is there anything that you can give them a little taste on what they can look out for in the next month or two for 2020 for you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm actually probably beginning of January, mid, like second week of January or so, I'm going to be launching a um, one-time webinar of just where are you out of alignment to continue to scale to the next level of where you want to be. So if you're close to six figures, this is for you. If you're at six figures, this is for you. Maybe you're at multiple six figures because again, it's about being in alignment. It's not the hustle and flow. It's about being and then doing that being right not doing the doing I guess you would say um so it's all about alignment what's missing what where's the gap and maybe the belief system and the aligned actions from there so um I will be promoting that within the next week or so and it's just going to be a one-stop shop webinar type deal Awesome. And we'll get the link for that and put it in the show notes below for anyone who's interested, which I really recommend you do if you've been really resonating with basically this whole entire podcast episode. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. And there you guys have it. Thank you so much, Allison, for coming on and sharing really what helps so many people, either in your audience or here, to help them to find what's kind of out of alignment for themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. And I'll talk to you guys on the next episode and I'll see you then. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I am so excited that you were able to go through it and get some actionable tips out of it. For next steps, make sure you go to daniellecleum.com slash ad breakdown to get the complete ad breakdown around what one Insta ad did to help create 559 client leads and 20% sales increase and in launch. Make sure to go ahead there to do that. And DM me at I'm Danielle Clem to go in deeper to the conversation. And last but not least, make sure to leave a rating and review so that this podcast can get out to more amazing people like yourself.